Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Accelerator podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to really help you to create a family legacy, not just short term wealth. All right, guys, it is Tuesday, January 31st. Today, the market is performing well into earnings season, um, and as we wait to hear from the Fed on Wednesday as well. And like I've said, guys, volatility is not always negative. We always like some positive volatility around here. But it's going to be pretty interesting to see what takes place after the Fed decision. The consensus is that they're going to raise rates by another 25 basis points, which is 0.25%. So any news that we get outside of that might bring some uneasiness. But again, we're going to just have to wait to hear what they have to tell us. Uh, And then we're going to have a better outlook for their course of action just throughout the remainder of the year. But it's pretty funny. Again, this morning as I was driving, uh, I was listening to my uh, podcast that I like to listen to and I heard an economist talking about the Fed. But I mean, how long have we been talking about keeping a close eye on the Federal Reserve and been talking about inflation and been talking about raising interest rates? It's been over a year now, but (laughs) I had to laugh because this economist on the podcast, they said, you know, I just cannot wait for the day when we no longer have to watch Jerome Powell's every move or worry about what he's going to tell us. I am over following the Fed. And (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny. I'm glad I'm not the only one out there that thinks that. I mean, how much longer can we talk about quantitative tightening? We've got to have something new. There's got to be a new boogeyman. I mean, just bring him out already. We got to get some new news going on here. But (laughs) let's turn from the actual stock market action and talk about some larger planning concepts. So there's a theme. It's a constant theme that I come across with talking to a ton of clients and and lots of prospects. And honestly, the solution seems simple, uh, but it really is simple. I mean, creating wealth isn't hard. Anybody can do it if you're following the right steps. It's basically like learning a new skill because quite frankly, so many people have programmed themselves and gotten into bad habits that you have to retrain your mind to function and think a certain way about your money and your finances. And honestly, the weirder it feels, probably the better. (laughs) I remember when I was really young and I just, you know, was playing a ton of sports. It was so much fun. You know how most little kids, they play basketball, football, baseball, soccer, swimming. It's everything. It's just game on. You're, You're playing every sport you can. But then you start to get a little bit older and you have to start to make some decisions. Okay, what sports am I actually serious about? Because it's really, really hard to get good at all of them. But if we can pick out maybe a select few to only focus on, then you can make some big jumps and and actually get good at those individual sports. So I made the decision to really dial in on basketball and golf. But then as I started really working on my shot or my swing, of course, I would develop some bad habits. 
And I used to have this really bad habit when I was uh, playing basketball. I would keep my left hand on the ball way too long while I shot it, so it would get bad rotation. It wouldn't spin end, end over end correctly, and um, it was just a bad habit that I was creating. So when that would happen, my dad would always say, okay, in order to fix this, you have to make changes that are going to feel so weird and so, so dramatic. Like, don't even let your, your left hand touch the ball while you shoot. Just take it out of the equation, put it behind your back and just shoot with one hand. Do something that is so totally weird that just feels unnatural. And when it does feel that unnatural, you're actually gonna be getting back to where you should be. And that really echoes into financial planning. Most people have these habits that, you know, they might feel right currently, but in all reality, in order to reach your goals in the most efficient manner, the changes that we have to make are going to feel weird, really weird, and that's good. That's when you know that you're doing something right. So the first big thing that I find happens to a ton of people is they build a habit of doing way too many things at once. They wanna tackle everything right away, and as a result, they actually don't accomplish anything. Oh, Hunter, I'm putting 4% into my 401k because I have to get at least the match there. Then I'm working on my debts. I pay the minimum every month, except on my largest interest rate. I try to throw a couple hundred bucks extra at that one. That way I can pay off that one a little bit quicker and probably save some money, but it really varies how much I'm able to put into that. And then sometimes I also throw some extra money towards the home loan. I would love to have that paid off early at some point. Then we also have some 529 accounts for the kids that we fund about $200 a month. I'm trying to get them ready for college. Plus, you know, I, I'd really like to get into the rental real estate properties. I think the, the cash flows from that would be great for my rent or my uh, retirement income. So I'm working to try to get a down payment built up for that. Holy moly. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what happens a lot of times. That might sound familiar. Maybe that actually hits close to home or you might know someone that goes at their finances in that manner. I mean, how are we ever going to accomplish any of that with a shotgun approach? We wanna use a sniper, have a high success rate and scope in on one thing at a time. With all of the debts outside of the house, we have to get rid of those before you can start building wealth because how can we use your wealth building tool of your income to your advantage if you just give it away to everybody else, to all of your lenders? Turn off the investments, turn off the rental down payment fund, get rid of your consumer debts as soon as possible. Then we can take all that money that you were previously giving away to lenders and put that towards yourself. Then we can finally pay you. That's when we can begin deciding how much to invest in, what accounts to use to reach your retirement goals and potential real estate goals. Then we can make those fixed expenses in your budget and dollar cost average into the market, which leads me to my second mistake that people make while building wealth. It's inconsistent contributions. And it honestly comes as a, as a result of what I was just mentioning. That shotgun approach, it makes it so that people don't know where their money is going. They just feel that overall they make a good income. They, you know, they should be making a lot of money, but somehow every single month they have nothing to show for it. They don't really know where it's going or why it's going where it's going. Then consequently, sometimes they max out Roths, sometimes not. Sometimes they invest extra into the 401k, sometimes not. We have to set up where we know exactly how much is going into each account to the exact dollar. You know, preferably, and honestly, I set my own investments up like this, I want to get my clients on monthly contributions. It's so much easier than a one-time lump sum. It's going to get you a lower cost basis also by dollar cost averaging that way. Then you're going to turn around after 5, 10, 30, 40 years, you will not believe how much that you have accumulated while being invested in the market that whole time.
So if you want to win and really create large wealth for yourself and your family, use a sniper laser focus on one thing at a time, then be consistent with it. And again, it sounds easy and it is easy, but to most people, that's going to feel insanely weird, but that's a good thing. All right, guys, if you would like help going over your financial game plan and setting up a strategy to help you reach your financial goals while taking on the least amount of risk, then you can head over to my website at hunterlowry.com. You can book a discovery call one-on-one with myself. I would love to meet you and love to help you out. Okay, guys, it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.